It's your boy, NDO Scarleone, and this is Talking Points. This is Talking Points, and yes, I know it's been like a week or so, maybe a little longer, since I dropped part one, which was titled Rethink. It's part part of a three-part series for season two called Rethink, Restructure, Recreate. Part one, I put out. Uh, I had a I had a, a decent amount of responses to it that 
we're we're very positive. Um, a lot of people like the direction that I'm going and I'm taking in in the sense of this this three step program. I like to I like to call it. Um, I was a little disappointed because it didn't really reach out the views like um, some of the other ones have. Would have talked about other things in detail, um, but it's all right. I'm gonna keep going forward. Um, I did make a post earlier stating that I was gonna do a new episode, which I am doing currently right now. But then I was also going to be doing episodes. Um, another show that would be more for the mornings. Um, this is true. I'm going to be doing a lot more, like, as far as it comes with the mornings. But I'm I'm thinking that it's not going to be every morning because, I mean, let's be real. This is America. You got to work to pay bills. There's going to be some days that I'm working in the morning. I'm not going to be able to do the morning show. But it guarantees... That I get out and I'm able to do something in the mornings. And I'm talking morning mornings though. Because I like to make sure that I get to listen to Mass. And, and if I'm able to go to Mass uh, daily. I listen to Mass every day through the, the Marians of the Immaculate Conception. Uh, I do that very advent, uh, advently. Every morning I listen to it. And when I wake up. If I even have a moment where I sleep in past a certain time. And I have to get up and go to work and I don't get to listen to Mass and, and pray and hear the Eucharist and pray the Rosary before work. I feel, I don't feel completed, which um, part of went into re, rethink, which actually comes into, leads me right into part two of this program, which is restructure. So we go from part one, which is rethink. Where you rethink your you rethink through everything. You find where your negatives are, where the negatives came from, how they came about, what created them to allow you to get into that. Now you've rethought everything, you have it all thought through. What's the next step? The next step is restructure. And a lot of people are gonna be like, well. Endo, what you mean by restructure? Um, anybody who knows me personally will be like, well, Rand, what you mean by restructure? Restructure what? Restructure, you can restructure a lot of things. Restructure life? Well, not, not necessarily restructure life, but restructure how you go about your life. Restructure what your, the, the core the, the compass of what you dedicate your daily movements and motivations to. That's what you come off of, rethink it, when you restructure. So now when you go to restructure, you've reached this rock bottom spot. And when I mean by rock bottom, I don't mean by you're sitting <clears throat> in bars, behind bars, you have nothing going for you. Because believe it or not, as those people, some of those people behind bars actually have more grace now than people that are out on the street that are living like freely to have freedom. Like they're, they're tormented souls there. It almost reminds me of the story of um, Mary Magdalene where her soul was just tormented by demons and... People couldn't really understand it, but the restructured part of my thoughts process is the people that couldn't understand it probably couldn't have fixed it. As we know, anybody that knows the story knows that, that Jesus saved her. But there was always a purpose or a motivation behind why people did try or, or wanted to and some people just gave up but how you restructure yourself is you don't give up you don't give up but you don't just give up on yourself you don't give up on people and again that comes down to where people are like well again what do you do in a circumstance where you're restructuring and you're in a circumstance or a situation where you may run into said people or you may 
see said people that that caused you some type of pain or hurt or grief or and that's where I said this is where the restructure because the restructure this doesn't happen overnight. God didn't create earth overnight. He it surely you're not gonna find rethink, restructure, recreate overnight. It takes time, but it takes a lot of prayer. It takes a lot of self will. It starts with the self will. I can sit here and I could preach about prayer. I could preach about praying. I do it every day with my children. <clears throat> I do it every day with people. And I've had people sit there and laugh at me. I had a person look at me in the face and tell me that I needed to stop being the person I was because they don't like optimism and they don't like to believe in something that they've never seen. Um, but I, I haven't stopped because it's been a huge part of my rethink, restructure, recreate the very being that I am. And I wouldn't change nothing of it. Re, restructuring your mindset starts off in a very delicate basis because it usually involves having to cut out or eliminate potentially some people that are very, very close to you who you may love very much, may love them like they're your brother, may love them like they're your sister, may love them like they're, you know, your uncle, your aunt, a family member, maybe just a close friend, maybe a cousin, maybe you grew up together. But maybe that person also is that gateway or doorway to... What got you into where where you were? Or maybe that person isn't a positive beacon of hope for you when you try to become something. You got people who will always be out there to test you. It says in the Bible, Jesus allows, God allows Satan to test us. He wants his creation tested. So that way he knows who's faithful. He knows who's strong to remain faithful. Restructure is you're going to be in circumstances where you're going to be tested. But it's if you're strong enough and your will is strong enough to allow you to pass that test, to continue to restructure your life. Because after you're able to restructure, I promise you're able to recreate. And with recreation, you get to be, go into directions of, of things. I, I don't even know how to explain. It, it's just the feeling. The feeling of, of feeling revigorated, reinvigorated, full of life. And I promise you. Some people be like, oh, but you got a lot of things to go for you. I do. But one of the most important things in my life is not here with me. Several things are not here with me. Anybody who knows me personally would know that, yes, on the outside, I may have everything going for me. And I am blessed to have everything going for me in that aspect. I am blessed that I'm able to have a job in a pandemic that is hurting Families. Families are struggling daily because of this pandemic. And I pray every day on the rosary. And I ask anybody who prays, who is who follows Catholicism, that prays on the rosary to pray for world peace, pray for the end of the coronavirus. Yes, I have it going for me in that aspect. And don't think for a minute that I am not grateful for it. I am highly grateful. And I am very thankful for the opportunity to be able to provide for my children and for my family and for my wife. But with that being said, I don't have everything going for me that would be my forefront, my my, my comfort, which is at home. My wife's not here. My children are divided. 
now by law, and I say this by law, my stepdaughter, she's my stepdaughter, but I've raised her, so in my eyes, she's my daughter. But by law, my stepdaughter is in New Jersey with her biological father. But that's a big blow to my heart. My wife is not here due to a lot of a lot of bad choices, but also a lot of negative entities that were around that caused her to get into a lot of trouble and um, led to her being away out of my life right now. But she's doing a lot better, and she's on her way. And she will be home very shortly, and she will be doing some of these shows with me. But the forefront, the home front, what people don't understand, because I'm a very private person. Only people that are very, very close to me would know that. Would know the details, the full details. There's a lot. There's a lot of demons that I've struggled with. There's demons I've struggled with. There's demons I still struggle with. Just because I, I talk about rethink restructure, recreate, doesn't mean that I have it mastered. And it wasn't like I just came up with it. It came to me. I woke up with this thought in my mind, which means I believe that I was given a purpose to deliver this message, to deliver this message to this purpose, to this meaning for people to hear. But it doesn't mean that I'm without flaws. I go through those three methods every day. Day. I rethink, I restructure, I recreate. Why? Because life is a never-ending cycle. You will be tested no matter what. And when I mean by being tested, I have been tested. I've been in circumstances where I've been in, at my job, at my place of employment, have had a person come in, two people come in actually, who personally have invested their time into creating problems, we'll say, in my life, um, in my relationship, um, who were driving force behind um, making drugs very prevalent, and, and relevant into the circumstances to where it was always there. Um, and, and I had to deal with, with them in person. Um, and for a moment, a part of me, the flesh side, the human side of me, wanted to... I was so angered inside. I wanted to jump over over the counter at a person. But then that's where God's grace and my guardian angel came to me and calmed me and, and told me that I've come further than this and the only thing that you could do is pray for them and hope that they get their lives on track. I finished through with everything. And I let it go. Um, that's what I mean by rethink, restructure, recreate. People that are closer to me would know that there, there's more in-depth to this story. There's more to that story on why <clears throat> um, I, would, I felt deeply, deeply enraged. Um, and it was to the point where my, my daughter was there, actually, too. And she was even in shock. She, she, was, she was in shock. Um, when this person, one of these people came in, um, and she was like, I, I'm, I'm shocked that you, you stayed cool. Like, now you can tell that I wasn't the most thrilled because I wasn't, but 
part of restructuring is forgiving. To restructure your life, you have to be able to forgive. And sometimes that's the one thing, that's that's one of the number one things that we as humans don't do. We say we do, but that's one of the number one things that we as humans don't do. Is we don't we don't forgive. Because we we have this misconception that forgiving means that we have to be friends with this person or we have to No, you don't you don't ever have to be anything to that person ever again in life. You don't Yeah, if you're in circumstances where you're like mine, you have to be mindful and you have to be be a certain demeanor and be professional. But you don't ever have to outside that door or once that transaction's over, or once that if you worked anywhere, anything. Once that situation's done, you don't ever have to see that person again if you choose not to. Barring the circumstances, you work in a place where maybe it's a public place that people show up at. You may run into them. You live in a small town, you may see them. But there's a whole lot of world to explore and see that if it got to the point where it's that bad to restructure, sometimes you can even just a change of scenery can help you restructure. And that's where you'll hear the, the part, well, what if I don't have the means to? That's fine. I'm not telling you that you have to. I'm saying if all else failed and that was the only option left, and you truly wanted to do better. God will provide. If you go about things in the right direction. And you make the right choices. God will provide. And you could relocate or remove or restructure to a place that may be better. Maybe better for you. Let me reword that. Better for you. Because some people be like. Well, where's considered better? Some people, believe it or not, maybe feeling like moving to a city may be better for them. Other people in the city may be like, nope, not the way to go. I'd rather move to the outskirts. Wherever is better for you, that you are able to find peace for your mind, for your heart, for your soul, where you can have a one-on-one conversation with Jesus. And have him find you the way. Have him show you the way to, to, to get grace. I don't kid you when I tell you that I've gone through this process. I wouldn't be telling you this. Anybody that knows me would tell you I would not be telling this. Especially through a podcast for people to hear. If I didn't believe That this process works. I know this process works. Because before I even thought. Of the names. Before the names even came to me. I went through it. I went through it. I was so. Low. When I was rethinking things. You know how long I took to rethink things. Before I even got to restructure. I rethought things about a hundred times. Because I couldn't. I couldn't break apart what pieces I wanted to let go over, what parts really could have created this or where anything could have came about to create the problems that were there. When I tell you problems, I mean there was problems all across the board. Yeah, some people would be like, Yeah, but not all of it really was your you know, your fault. You were in the doing you had you came down with cancer in your colon, and then you were diagnosed with epilepsy. You had a lot of things. Like, yes, yes. But there was a lot of problems that were brewing from years prior. Years prior, I was very young, very naive. I did a lot of stupid things. I made a lot of choices that if I were 
able to go back in time with the knowledge, the wisdom and that that I have now, I would smack the younger me around silly and tell him he needs to get his act right quick because of all the problems that he's about to create continuing to do what he's doing. And that was the problem. The problem was that while I acknowledged there was a problem when I was younger, I never faced the problem. I'd run from the problem. I ran from my problems. And when I mean ran, I didn't run away and leave and make sure I left everyone behind. No, I ran in the sense that I just put it behind me like as if it's... As if it would just disappear. And then as it continued to go on and I I continued to get older, my wife and me continued to get older. We had our children. We started to both progress in the fields that were what kind of fit. I like to deal with people I talk. So retail and sales was a big thing of mine. I was always been good. I did music. I was doing a lot of music at the time. So I've, I, I, I'm good at talking with people. I'm good with words. I enjoyed that. I still never acknowledged the problem. Still was making a lot of mistakes. Don't get me wrong. It goes both ways here. I'm not going to throw no one under the bus here. But I'm not promise you. I will tell you this. Anybody who tries to say... That the problems only go one way, 24-7, that it's only one way, I promise you it's not. I promise you that you can find on the other end something that has come about off of the problems created by one. Because if it didn't, the saying, two wrongs don't make a right, would never have came about. But that is not what I'm saying when it's part of restructure. What I'm saying is part of rethink, restructure, recreate is you eliminate that blame aspect, that blame mindset, that blame of, well, this is why I did this or this is how I ended up doing this. I blame it on being around this person. I blame it on... I blame me being bad in my relationship because my wife or girlfriend, however you, you know, whoever and what circumstances was treating me like this. I blame being a bad father on being because I worked all the time. I blame it on the fact that I wasn't raised properly and all I seen was this. No, you don't. It eliminates the blame and you take on the responsibility of what you did then. And you eliminate it for the now. Because pretending that it never happened. I promise you. The past has a painful way of coming back up. If you do not face it. And eliminate it. The past has such a way. To come back up. And that is where the start of the bring down from rethink, restructure, recreate can be dismantled by the dark entities, the dark energy. One of my favorite things to say, and I pointed this out to my wife, is Lucifer will have the brightest and smiling of faces Be the people to come and test you. The people who you think have your well-being in the best interest may have truly their own motives and their own circumstances to play in, in a circumstance or a situation that has you a part of it. And if you don't fit that mold then they don't want to be no longer that person in your life. 
this is where restructuring comes in. Restructuring comes in because when you think it through, when you really rethink it, you think through all the wrongs, everything that happened, every ounce of actions that came through your life that you made or somebody else made that that affected you in a way that caused you to be where you are at. It's that moment where you come into the restructure mode to realize that that person or that circumstance or that situation must go. And who do I have to thank for part of that program? My wife for re-engaging me into faith. I've always been a religious person. Not super, super religious. I've always been a faithful person, let's say. As far as it goes with religion. I've always believed. But my wife introduced me to Catholicism. And... I had a conversation with the gentleman who actually... Uh, I played his song in the beginning of this of this podcast. With Rabbles. And his story, I read his story, I watched his, the interview they did on him in New York. And I was touched by it, but I was touched by his work because he was introduced into his, uh, into Catholicism by his wife as well. And I had that conversation with him. And I hope he actually gets to listen to this podcast because he'd see the true admiring I have of his work and his music. Um, and just... His story. But that's who I have to. I have to. To thank for me. Being able to. Seek through that. And see through that. It, it, it goes back. All back to. The church. And to God. If something is bad in your life. And you realize that. At that time. Eliminate it. We are born on earth. Yes, we are sinners. You go to confession. You confess your sins. You face your fears. You eliminate the problems. And you work through those problems. And you move forward in life with those problems eliminated. You don't move forward like trying to put a bull on a concrete wall, putting a concrete wall into the bull cage and letting the bull try to plow through it. He's just going to keep hitting the same wall over and over and over and not get through it. You don't you don't try to do that because eventually what you realize is just as I described. I pride myself on being an Aries. Rams like to ram through everything, but eventually you hit a wall so hard that you ain't moving forward. And you have to face the problems. You have to turn back around And face the problems. And that's what I had to. And I had to swallow my pride. On a lot of things I realized. Where I was wrong. Before I could fully get. To the stage of being able to recreate my life. Now with that being said. I'm going to take a quick intermission. I know that I've kept you guys with talking. I thank you guys for. Holding on. um, And bearing with me on this. But I I'll clearly you can see I take this topic very, very serious and very in-depth um, with, with how I'm wording it. But I want to thank you guys for, for listening and hearing me out. Um, I'm going to take a quick intermission. And um, again, I want to thank you all. This is NDO Scarleone and this is Talking Points.
problems greater than it has to be. It seems my bitterness is taking me to tragedy. Isn't what occurred is that I refuse to let go. Forgive and be forgiven. Yo, these words seem to echo and echo in my mind. Uh, but where's my heart at? The problems in my thoughts and the grudge will enlarge that. Yeah, I have to humble to reverse this thing. My pride is no cure and revenge will only worsen things. Yeah, I can't be pointing fingers anymore. So I put the cure is more than just forgiving. Lord, I ask for a forgiving heart. A waste of grudge and grace of mercy. Cause when you're crucifixing, you forgive us. The unworthy, even though it hurts me, it's my ego that will take the plunge. Set my soul free with forgiveness. I will see the sun. I lay it down. What's the point in holding back with forgiveness in my back? Now, ain't no going back. Yeah. Welded to my body, but started melting off when I started living godly. I began to put God first and live less blindly. And let go of all the grudges I had left inside me. And forgive all the people that talked bad behind me. Realizing that if I had not, I'd still be dying. The anger and hate will still remain. I will still be suffering from all this pain. It will all be done in vain. I want to feel the sun, cause I'm really tired of feeling the rain. I know it's past time for a change. The blame game was getting old. I couldn't find my place to play And his grace helped me let go Yeah, his death in me from the get-go No longer am I feeling cold Cause the warmness of the spirit started growing And it all happened when I let it all go Unforgiving heart means your faith will never grow. Take a look at my past if you want living proof. It's easier said than done, ain't that the truth? Abused at a young age, man, it was hell. My first me got murdered when I was 12. Man, it was a story of my life back then. It seems all the homies wound up dead in the pen. With all of this bitterness deep in my soul, I felt like my heart turned into a black hole. And what was even harder was forgiving myself and putting my sins back up. I struggled so hard, but my guilt kept winning. I felt I wasn't worthy enough to be forgiven. So if you live a life and you stuck in the past, forgive and let it go and see what the future has. Yeah. The time Yeah, and it's your boy, NDO Scarleone, and this is Talking Points. I'm back. Um, hope y'all enjoyed that record. I really like that record. Um, but it, it has a lot to do with the three-part series that I'm doing here with Rethink, Restructure, Recreate, because a lot of it starts with letting go. Letting go of the things that gone wrong. Maybe the things that you did wrong. The things that someone else did wrong. And that part I, I, I stress with a very heavy heart because... For the longest time after I faced my problems, and I faced them, I spent a lot of years struggling with my own my own problems of of letting go. I thought I I thought I let it go. 
But really, all I did was burden it. All I did was burden it, and it carried on me. And you know how you meet people, and you just know you can feel a glow off of them, feel like an energy, a ball of energy off of people. I used to get told all the time by people that I have this great personality, this ball of energy. I'm passionate about the things that I talk about and what I'm, what I what I believe in, and but at the same point, they can sense all the pain that I carried. They could feel this, just almost like boulder of just pain and suffering, just on my, on my shoulders. And it's true, it's true. I did. I carried it. For a very, very long time. And, and probably to the point where it may have actually been part of what caused, you know, the cancer or anything. Because the stress was just, it was very high. Emotions were very high. I was struggling. I was struggling with a lot of things in life. Um struggled with a lot of bad decisions. A lot of things were going wrong. My relationship was not where it was at. Where 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 I wanted it to be. My wife and me were separated. Drugs were, were a big part of it. <laughs> um, not necessarily always like I said on my end. Um. I avoided the, the drugs. I, I just... I, I did them, but I wasn't enticed where they were in my everyday thing. It was other problems I had as far as, like, I, I just was closed off as a person. I, I, I turned to alcohol. Um, then, then near the end there is when the drugs came in. At one point, it was um, crystal meth. Never, never got any further than that. But at the point when I thought that I was doing things to try to get closer to my wife, to get my wife back and understand and, and try to work on things, I really was just trying to numb the pain. And that's what I did. Only I created bigger problems that were already there. There was problems that were already there. I just created bigger problems for myself in my own heart, in my own spirit, in my own world. Not just the overall world, not just the, the world of between me and my family, just my own overall life. But that wasn't the that wasn't the the turmoil of it. Everything around me. It was just like this big ball of dark energy was just around me. But the big ball of energy was actually, now that I look at it, a sign. A sign that I was actually doing things right. Because what happens when you watch all the movies when the bad guy's about to be defeated and he realizes he's about to be defeated. What happens? Everything starts going crazy. It's either they start getting very radical and irrational and they start throwing everything at you. All their best bets and best efforts and everything. And when that doesn't work and the person still prevails, it's almost like they're freed. <laughs> And that's what it was. It was just this big ball of energy and they were throwing everything at me. And yes, while I was still having moments of where I would fall and I still continued to fall and get knocked down and had moments that knocked me down and beat me down, the one thing I would still say that anybody would be able to tell me that I did that kept me going was the fact that I believed I had a purpose to continue to get up every morning, wake up and go to work or wake up and go do what I had to do that day. Because there was a purpose. 
But not like the purpose I have today. When I tell you that, yes, I did it. I fought through everything. When I was told that I had colon cancer, I looked like hell. I looked sick. At one point, I had a a manager at my old job question if I was shooting heroin. That's how bad I looked. Just from losing the weight. Everything. I plowed through it. I battled through it. But I battled through it because I felt there was a purpose that I needed to. I needed to do it to keep my head clear, but to keep focused. But I did it also because there was times that there was people that needed me. Some people be like, yeah, but if your household was in turmoil, why wouldn't you spend as much time? Because believe it or not, sometimes when certain things are in turmoil, there's a time and a place that you're able to address them. And at that time, it wasn't. I had priorly stated you would, when you listen, you'll see I priorly say me and my wife were separated. So we were not in the same household, but I still got up and went through it. Some people when you're diagnosed with the stuff that you're diagnosed with, and then you fall into that circumstance, they they don't want to move at all. And I had days I didn't want to move at all. But I kept going forward because my purpose, my goal was to help other people through what I went through. Young males to not make the mistakes that I made. I even gave advice to young females asking about males off of my mistakes. And I used it to better them and give them the knowledge. But in the end, I used it to better people around me, not myself. I got better myself by getting rid of the problems that I had and restructuring my life to eliminate those problems. Then I was able to address the circumstance that I had going on and to bring back or to reclaim the things that meant the most to me. Now, I know how most people be like, oh, <clears throat> they're really like, they want to hear a happy ending. Clearly, you'd be able to tell from the beginning, the spoiler alert, that's not exactly what I'm at right now. I don't get to say that I had this great happy ending. My happy ending hasn't come yet for the circumstances, but it's striving in the direction that it has to. I even after I was able to work on trying to rebuild things at home, the struggle was still there. It was still very much relevant because just because you're able to eliminate a dark being entity or cloud around you doesn't mean that it eliminates from being around anybody near you or close to you. But eventually it doesn't like that there's a being of light around. And eventually it has to part ways from where it's at. Or an intercession happens and God intercedes for you or an angel intercedes for you. In this case, I believe it was my wife's guardian angel and God that interceded. And saving her from the car accident she was in. But also with putting her where she's at today. To become the person that she's become now. Some people are going to be like, well, that know her. Yeah, but she tends to be crazy. You know, this and that. Listen. One thing you're never going to take out of my wife is the fact that she's a New York girl. She's born in Brooklyn, raised in Queens. She will always have that 
New York attitude, that New York swag, that New York persona. It just is naturally instinct. Uh, other part of it is clearly because I spoiled her. Yes, I am not afraid to admit that I spoiled her. In a manner that she became to feel obligated to a lot of the things and to be the way that she is and to act the way that she does. But we have walked through these things. We have been able to work through certain things. But it was because of her. This is where I get to come back and give my thanks to her. So that one day I can hope. One day I can hope. She goes and listens to these talk shows. She hears me personally thank her. For becoming the person that she did. By following the steps that I'm talking and teaching to use. Without even realizing. That she followed the steps. That I'm teaching in these podcasts. That I'm talking about in these podcasts. Laying the groundwork. That when I woke up. That God told me that I had this purpose. This motivation. To teach this. To talk about this topic. It was all laid before me. Because I have my own testimonials towards it. My wife is a living testimonial to this process. I watched testimonials through this process. All because God gives opportunity to rebuild our lives. All you have to do is rethink, restructure, and recreate. Rethink the steps that got you there. Rethink the negative energy, the negative circumstances that put you there. Then restructure. Restructure your life based upon how you can eliminate those negative entities. Some people will say, listen, that negative entity is at my job or that negative entity is in my apartment building. Or God always provides <clears throat> in circumstances. All you have to do is pray. And I promise you. That things will go to the best of their capabilities. Because through God, anything is possible. Not probable. Anything is possible. If we prayed for one another, we... Helped one another. And we forgave one another. We could fix this world. In rapid fire time. Compared to where we are today. Through God there is no race. And I say that because. One of my favorite. <laughs> stories. Is Our Lady of Guadalupe. Who is the patron of the Americas. She's also the patron saint. Of Mexico. But it's one of my favorite. Stories. Also one of. So one of my favorite stories. It's also the inspiration. Behind. The tattoo. That I'm going to get. Because of her story. But that story was to show. That there is no. Division. Through God. We all share. A lot of things. We get divided by a lot of things. But one thing we share. Is faith. Faith. 
faith that there's better in life. Faith that this world could be better for our children. Faith that God will guide us in the direction that we need to go. But God can only do that if we pray and ask for it. Just as our guardian angels and angels await for us to ask for the help. We, in life, cannot begin to fix ourselves if we are not ready to help ourselves and do not ask ourselves what we need to do to help. I want to thank you for taking the time to listen. This was part two of the three-part series, Rethink, Restructure, Recreate. My next one will be the final part of the first three episodes of season two, titled Recreate. And this was NDO Scarleone, and this is Talking Points. Look at both sides, take a look at who died You can hear the ones cry, the crust is alive, alive.